Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. On this beautiful Monday afternoon, July 10th, 2023, we have all of your content here, Bachelor Nation and otherwise, a Jonah Hill story. He sent insane text messages to his then-girlfriend. She has released them uh, as a warning for the girls. She says, watch out for this weirdo. We'll have that full story. Uh, we got Vanderpump Rules in uh, a bachelorette who is now on FBoy Island. This and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. Yes, sir. Let's get into it right now. We are marinating on some Real busy stuff to go through this week. Lots of content. I'm going to be traveling. I just spent a week in Palm Springs. I was in San Diego before that. Oh, you wish you came to the stand-up show in San Diego? Well, wait, well, well, guess what? There's more. I'll be in San Diego in Pacific Beach this Wednesday night. And Thursday night, I'll be at, and I don't know the name of the show Wednesday night, so go to my Instagram, Dean Eels. It's probably a free show. It's always fun. This show in Pacific Beach, always fun. Uh, it's a hip show, folks, and I'm a hip, I'm a hip dude. Uh, Thursday, uh, we've got... I'm old. Thursday, we've got um, the show at uh, Madhouse Comedy Club, also in San Diego. And Seattle, that's right, folks. I will be in your city August 24th. I've got a show in Seattle. Link in the comment section, linktree.com slash Dave Neal if you want to buy tickets. We have VIP tickets, which are going to come with a koozie with a beer in it and a show poster and premiere seating. And then I've also got a show just released. You're the first to hear about it. August 17th at House of comedy in scottsdale arizona i'll have a ticket link for that soon and more to come all right let's get into it so who the hell is going to be on f boy island well reality steve broke this news and we're expecting to hear more about this but right now we just have reality steve saying exclusively as i reported on the daily roundup this morning and of course we're going to play the breaking news button for this because when it's a breaking news story you need to hear the sound katie thurston is going to be one of the three women on next season of F-Boy Island that begins filming this week and will air in the fall on the CW Network. Now, this show, F-Boy Island, was originally on HBO where it didn't have to deal with censorships and blurred butt cracks and all the bleeping, you know, whatever. And now it's going to be on CW, so it won't be on network TV. It'll be on basic cable, but a basic show like F-Boy Island might do well on basic cable. The show itself has always had good reviews. It was only canceled after the HBO and Discovery merger, or whatever. They, you know, they, When they merged, a lot of good shows just fell by the wayside for no reason whatsoever. And of course, because it's a good show, CW's like, we'll take it. So we'll have to see how that all plays out. Although Katie Thurston will be in her element on a show like FY Island, where she can probably, you know, uh, not pretend like it's some debutante ball like The Bachelor likes to do. So here's what Reality Steve had to say about this news. All right, let's get started. First off, with an exclusive that I can give you today. And it's regarding a show that I've covered here for the first two seasons it's been on the air, and that is FBoy Island. FBoy Island, as we know, is hosted by comedian Nikki Glazer. It puts three bachelorettes on the show and usually 20 men. Ten of them are F-boys. Ten of them are good guys. 
and the women kind of have to weed out through eliminations or whatever who's an f boy and who's a good guy and by the way the the hard thing is is like we all have the energy inside of us uh, inside of us to be an f boy Bo- both men women gender it doesn't matter your gender you cuz i the thing that i loved the most about watching the ultimatum queer love is that there were it was all lesbian and non-binary relationships and in those relationships which involved no cis gendered men in those relationships there were f boys there was a couple f boys and you're like oh this is nice it just goes to show what what an f boy actually is is you know maybe someone who's aloof maybe they're there for themselves they're not ready to settle down you know they're kind of cocky they know they've got the right look that's gonna win over the partner that's what an f boy is and then when they get to the end it's changed up both seasons, but basically you're trying to avoid the F-boy. You want to pick the good guy, and then at the end you can determine uh, money is involved. You can give, you can take the money and run or save the money, whatever the case may be. So there's been two seasons of this, and it was on HBO Max, which is now Max. But now it is moving to the CW. So it's going to air on the CW, and it's going to have an F-girl island as well where there's going to be three guys. All right, so that we'll cover that later. Maybe they'll get also Bachelor alum. Either way, it's a big deal because it's a real big slap in the face to the Bachelor community, which, by the way, Katie owes nothing to the Bachelor uh, producers whatsoever. The contract's over. They didn't pay her enough money to keep her under their contract so she can go do another show. It's like if if one place doesn't want you, like uh, uh, HBO didn't want F-Boy Island, they were released, and then CW could sign them, and, and that's how it works. That's how it worked with American Idol with Fox and then moving to ABC. And it's, you know, that's just how it works. But it'll be interesting because Katie will be able to be a different version of herself. And then in hindsight, we can look at those two different variable versions of Katie Thurston and we can see the Bachelorette version and we can see the F-Boy version and we can see maybe uh, maybe F-Boy's a better show. We'll have to see how it all plays out. And we're going to get into some more content here. Like I said, the featured story today will be Jonah Hill later on. But also we've got a surprise relationship announcement. Chelsea Vaughn uh, says she spent, she wrote this on Instagram. Three years on my own, two unsuccessful attempts to find love on TV, one year of keeping this secret, eight months of long distance, and still dot dot dot, nothing has ever been so worth the wait. I love you so much at Austin or Austin Tinsley. Is that his name? So she uh, was, you know, on Bachelor in Paradise Canada, which we did not cover because nobody sent me the links to the show and I don't live in Canada. And uh, I don't know that too many people watched it. Although I will say those that did watch it seem to have really liked it. It just, you know, I don't get it folks. Why, why couldn't they make it available for the U S audience? I don't understand the stupid trivial uh, borders that we have set up with content. Make it international. Let us all watch it. What the hell? I don't live on this time zone. So it's this rubbish. Does none of it make sense. So either way, um, several couples have come out of it. Season two of the Canadian Bachelor spinoff ended with an engagement and another couple moving in together. The first, the engagement was Joey Kirshner. He didn't tell his mother he was returning to the reality dating show Bachelor in Paradise Canada until after the fact. My mom didn't want me to go back on. She's like, you're too sweet for that. You've just got too big a heart for that kind of thing. Either way, the Alberta-born cowboy who was the breakout star of season one uh, turned out better this time for him in 20, than 2021 when he had an acrimonious breakup with a woman 
woman he fell for while filming the city TV show. So either way, um, I enjoyed him when I watched season one, but season one, they made it easier for Americans to watch. And so they, uh, that's, uh, that uh, relationship, uh, I guess is he, he ended in an engagement and then, um, Austin Tinsley and Chelsea Vaughn, an American couple who also moved in together in February, were uh, met while filming Paradise Canada. So it looks like we have no engagement there from them. All right, all of this talk about uh, Bachelor in Paradise Canada has me hungry. And what better way to feed my hunger than with Green Chef, their today's sponsor of Bachelor Rush Hour, the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. Bring more flavor to your table this summer with Green Chef's wholesome elevated recipes featuring seasonal organic produce and unique farm fresh ingredients. This is how it works, folks. You go to the website, you sign up what kind of food you want, you know, vegetarian, vegan, fast and fit, Mediterranean, keto. And then they send you like a giant cooler, the cooler's recyclable, and they send you the, the, all the ingredients you need. And because we've got such a loyal audience, they want to give us a pretty big discount. Go to greenchef.com slash rushhour60 and use code rushhour60 to get 60% off. That's more than 50. That's 60% off plus free shipping. The number one meal kit for eating well. They're going to be our sponsor all week long. Green Chef, folks, give it a shot. And we're going to get into some other Bachelorette news. We're going to have the Bachelorette preview. But here's what's funny. Braden Bowers official, Braden with the earring, is going to be a sort of interesting uh, cast member on this season of The Bachelorette. He's going to get featured dates, and who knows, maybe he won't last too long, but he's kind of been made out to be the villain. Well, I met him last Sunday after my show in San Diego. He seemed like a really nice guy, but we'll have to see what his edit turns in. And someone, he said, ask me a question, and someone asked him, why does Nick Vial hate you so much. And again, I haven't really followed Nick's podcast as far as what he thinks of this current season, so I don't know. And he goes, I don't know who that is. Tell him sorry if I did something to him, which is the funniest response to somebody to, to like knock their ego, to be like, oh, you don't like me? Sorry. Who are you? I don't follow this niche little bachelor world. Who are you again? Very funny stuff from Braden. I don't know if it's true or not, but tonight's episode of The Bachelorette is going to feature a Barbie-themed date. If you watch the YouTube channel today, you saw that we had bar a Barbie video, the Barbie premiere. Not going to share it here because it's a visually driven show, uh, driven episode, but let's watch or listen to, I should say, the trailers for tonight's episode of Bachelorette. I'm like Barbie, finding love. It says, bring on the Kens. So it was essentially a uh, Barbie and Ken themed date that Jojo and Jordan are going to be hosting. (laughs) That's Jojo. This group date is Barbie themed. And I have... Jojo and Jordan. Well, welcome to Charity's Barbie Land. Welcome. We're excited to be back and help Charity find her soulmate or the Ken to her Barbie. (laughs) In the new Barbie movie, there are many Kens all vying for Barbie's heart. Ken writes a love song for Barbie, so that's exactly what you're going to be doing. (laughs) We have pulled some of the most iconic Ken looks so that you can look like a real-life Ken doll we ready? Oh, I'm yeah, perfect. Yeah. I know. Three, two, one, go. 
All right, so it actually looks like it's going to be a pretty fun group date here. Pretty high production value. Why is it high production value? Because Barbie's paying for it. Barbie's showing up with all of the money here. So, you know, if it was up to The Bachelor, they would just give them a couple, uh, you know, janky Barbie dolls they found at a Goodwill and have them, you know, play Fantasy Suite Night. So then we've also got a one-on-one. Uh, Bachelorette ABC said, when you see one of these red flags, you should do one of these um, in, I don't know, some stupid emoji. So uh, I guess we're going to see a red flag at a Braden tonight. Here's the preview. really like you. This is real. The only doubt that I have is an engagement. With past relationships, ignoring the red flags made me feel foolish. That rose on his chest. Who's to say I can't clip that? Oh. So that, that we saw there, it was a quick clip of Braden saying, the only thing I'm worried about is an engagement. It's always funny. Every, every season, tell us all that time. We've got somebody who is essentially afraid to get engaged because of course why would why should you not be afraid to get engaged when you've known someone for six days uh, and it never works out on the show and then we go oh he's not even here for the right reasons it's like all right calm down he's afraid to get engaged because he saw the batting average of the engagements all right we got more content coming your way right after a quick word from our sponsor all right, as you know, we've been covering Vanderpump Rules, and Ariana Maddox, or Maddox, I still don't even know, uh, said she's feeling happy after Scandaval. Here's what she had to say when TMZ caught up with her. I want to ask, like, girls are always like, oh, like, everything does happen for a reason. Like, looking back now, are you kind of glad where your life is now? Um, yeah, I'm happy right now, for sure. Is it better than, yeah. it's, than it's been? Okay, I'll see you in a couple hours. You feel like you guys have kind of moved past the whole cheating thing? You guys are filming now? I don't know. No? I haven't thought about a lot of these <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I can't wait to see you on Dancing with the Stars. Thank you. That's huge. How are you preparing? Just trying to stretch. Stretch? <laughs> you think you're going to have the stamina? Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. You look like you're in amazing shape. Oh, thank you. I need to, I need to get in better shape. No. Sure. Can I ask? They haven't announced the full cast yet. If you ha- if they they threw you a curveball and made Tom or Raquel one of the cast members, what would you do? I don't think that's gonna happen. You don't think so? No. What if, I mean, that would be huge ratings. Okay. <laughs> would you drop out? Well, I mean, what would you do? That's not going to happen. <laughs> All right, so there it is. So obviously Ariana had to take, you know, they, they entertain these TMZ questions. They're pretty cringeworthy. And, you know, I don't like to overuse the term cringeworthy. But, hey, the TMZ interviewer is just doing their job. So not much from Ariana, although I'm sure we'll get more from her as we catch the next season of Vanderpump Rules. Very much looking forward to seeing what she's like on Dancing with the Stars. All right, well, we got our final clip of the day. It's Jonah Hill. Uh, we read some of the text messages he sent to his then girlfriend and he he kind of the 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 issue people seem to have and people fall on two sides Uh, jonah hill is super gross for uh these messages and then some people go well you should keep it between you and your partner and it's like well i don't know i don't know i think you should expose crazy behavior i think it's good for society to have um have warning signs to be like don't be like this and i think at the very least nobody should do what uh, Jonah Hill does. Have a listen. She shared these uh, text messages we're going to get to right now. Um, they're from 2021. And some people go, well, why is she sharing text messages from so long ago? Well, sometimes it takes people a little bit of time to kind of figure out uh, how they've been wronged in ways like that. And she said, you know what? F it. 
F it. I don't care if he's a celebrity. I'm done protecting him. So he sent her these demanding text messages. So we'll get to that one in a second here. But let's go through all. Yeah, let's go through all. Um, I think we have at least eight of them. So these are text messages from Jonah to his then girlfriend Sarah Brady, who is a surfer. He says, plain and simple: if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt your trust. Some people are defending Jonah. We'll go through more text messages before we kind of break it all down. So then she, Sarah Brady, had posted this and, and while also exposing him, saying, you make me sick. Um, her response to him was, that makes me feel like you're testing me to see if you should keep me around or dump me because there's something wrong with me. Like I'm a nerdy, dorky, unaware, naive idiot socially. I hear you. And then his response was, those are your words, not mine. He then said, take some accountability and operate with respect. It's that simple. Because I'm tired of your attitude towards surf culture, that contest that contest in that place, because I deserve respect, period. I have been more than patient, and then stuff like this is still here. F that contest, F that place, and F not respecting me always in every situation within surf culture, or you don't get it, and you don't get me. It's hurtful and unacceptable to me. Get it? I don't know if you get it or care or give a shoot about that shoot more than me, even after Dr. Stern has said it loud and clear. He said, literally, just say hello and leave the convo. I love how your therapist thinks I suck. I literally am the best boyfriend on earth. So they're not, look, the message is there for him to say, set his boundaries. He says, if you want to model, if you want to post pictures in a bathing suit, if you want to do all those things, then I'm not cool with that. And it's interesting because, you know, people have posted some different, um, responses. Uh, someone said, Jonah Hill's gross text. My therapist honestly changed my life when he stopped me from saying someone was violating my boundaries and explained that boundaries are values you impose on yourself and your own behavior, not rules you can enforce on other people. I mean, look, do we, is it okay for Jonah not, not to want to date a, a certain, someone who has a certain profession? I suppose. But at the same time, you know, he, he went through her Instagram photos to find ones where she was violating his boundaries or however you want to say it. And within that, you know, uh, he shared, um, you know, like uh, he didn't like her wearing a thong, even though that's not what she was wearing. Like he had a problem with her wearing a cheeky bikini. Like that's pretty weird. So uh, the person who shared these messages, uh, which again, were on Sarah Brady's stories over the weekend says, here are the rest of the Jonah Hill texts from Jonah Hill's ex where Jonah Hill's insecurity shows. And now we tried to gaslight her. Um, I don't even know if that's the proper use of the word gaslighting, but either way, uh, Jonah says, nor may I ever want that from my partner and I reserve that right. I'm open about it. Let me know. We'll respect you either way, but these are my boundaries of this romantic relationship. Here are the terms and conditions I set forth. No surfing, no swimming. If you're going to shower, do it under... He said, I like to know before the premiere, so I'm not put in the position of publicly flaunting our love if my boundaries are going to be continued to be disrespected. That would be hurtful and triggering for me. And she replied, understood. He then said, oh, and modeling, which is the last profession I would be with as a partner. And then she replied, thought picks. He said, but LOL, must be hard feeling so trapped. She said, well, maybe you should have asked me more about what I do for work before you decided to date me then. 
A little late now, she says. He says, keep taking me for granted. Go model. It's a fulfilling life. You'll you'll love it. Real depth and substance and sustainability for relationships. But actually, um, he said, I'm done with this convo. You know, like I'm married a model and you can have a very sustainable relationship with someone who works in that art form that art form of modeling and, you know, you know, there's existed for, you know, since we were chiseling things out of stone, right folks. So he said real depth and substance as if his role on Wolf of Wall Street, where he played a coked out guy. No, don't get me wrong. He got an award for it. He played it good, but it's like he recites other people's words in front of a screen. Whenever anyone talks about their art form being one thing versus like, look, I do stand up comedy. I yell at, I yell into a microphone, my complaints. Oh, the world isn't just, you know, oh, boomers, you know, but I'm not, I'm not knocking down someone else's art form, right? So he says words into a camera and with emoting certain emotions. And that's why I'm like, you know, look, I've been a screen actress guild for 15 years, but let's not pretend it's anything great. It takes, uh, you know, certain people are better at it than others, but like, let's not pretend you're, uh, I don't know, building the Sistine Chapel. Uh, the 17th Chapel will be better. Um, he then said, even the person I loved and shared a bed with uses me and can't be ju- and can't just be like, yeah, you were super nice. It hurts so badly, but I'm done apologizing. I was so lovely to you. And again, um, uh, she said, yep, like kind of unbelievable that a man who sent me stuff like this. So this is what Jonah said. He said he sent. Um, so Jonah Hill wanted her to remove these photos of her in her bikini because she was showing off her butt. He calls it a thong. But the initial text messages he sent to her was him liking those photos. And then she said, how are you doing? He says, good. I want to see you. Would then be upset I didn't read his mind and take down pictures of that once I was in a relationship with him. He said, holy hell. Someone said, holy hell, this is hypocritical. He is batshit, dude. So look, I mean, I don't know any other ways to slice it here other than it's pretty wild. This girl is warning to all girls. If your partner is talking to you like this, make an exit plan. Love y'all. Call me if you need an ear. Yeah, so Sarah Brady's exposing him because she finally decided like, look, I don't need to protect him. I can share these private messages because they're crazy. Um, so here's, yeah, three. So here's the last thing I'll share from what he texted her. He said, respect however you want to live your life. You only get one sort of done with explaining myself. Then she responded three removed, not the video yet. It is, is it, It is my best surfing video. Would you feel better if the cover frame was different? Any more specific ones that bother you? And he said, yes, one that isn't of your ass in a thong. She said, not a thong, but okay. And of course, that was referencing this video, or I believe it was uh, this video right here, where the cover frame was the backside of her. Oh boy, her butt cheeks were seen while she was surfing. Uh, Alert the presses. So this is pretty wild stuff. Um, He then says, yes, one that isn't of your ass in a thong. She said, not a thong. He said, and as far as other pictures, you in a bathing suit surfing or not, I'm done. So she goes, not a thong. And he goes, I'm done. There's tons. I'm just going back to the past month. So pretty wild stuff here. And then we also had a um, response. I'll share some of the different things that Sarah Brady saying on her Instagram today, because she's not done. But here's a response from a therapist um, in response to people that are saying, oh, what he did wasn't bad. Jonah Hill was using therapy speak to control his girlfriend, Sarah, his now ex-girlfriend. And it's important that we go over the 
this misuse of therapy language, which is kind of a thing these days, and how it can be super problematic as it masks controlling behavior under a commonly accepted positive concept, in this case, boundaries, making it harder for the person on the receiving end, Sarah, to challenge it. Okay, so Jonah is basically telling his professional surfer girlfriend, I am not going to be with you if you surf with men, have boundaryless friendships with men, model, post pictures in a bathing suit or post suggestive pictures and are friends with women who are in unstable places. He goes, and, and I would say this, um, I would say to Jonah Hill, maybe if you're so jealous, because look, jealousy exists, right? It may be, and it's a de- seven, one of the seven deadly sins. But if you're so jealous of these shirtless men that she's surfing with, you know, um, think about how, why you're so jealous and work on yourself because, you know, look, what, what do you want? What do you, you, do you want to marry someone who just wears a, yeah, whatever, you know what I mean? It's just, it's kind of like this, your reaction to this, Jonah, it should be something where then you look at yourself and say, you don't need to set up these perfect boundaries to protect yourself from jealousy. Let her go surfing and then see how you feel and then work on that feeling inside. He goes on to say that these are my boundaries for a romantic relationship. Jonah's use of the term boundaries in this message is a misuse of the concept. A boundary is a healthy limit a person sets for themselves to protect their well-being and integrity. It is a rule or guideline that one creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for others to behave towards them and how they'll respond when someone passes those limits. However, in the message Jonah sent to Sarah, he is not setting boundaries that protect his emotional well-being. Instead, he is dictating what behaviors and friendships Sarah is permitted to have. He's essentially instructing Sarah on who she can be friends with, what she can do professionally, and how she can show up online. This is not an example of healthy boundary setting. Instead, it reflects an attempt at control. It demonstrates a lack of respect for Sarah's autonomy and individuality. Jonah's message is more about restricting Sarah's behavior to suit his comfort levels and insecurities rather than expressing his feelings or needs in a healthy manner. A healthier... He's insecure that she's posting things because he knows that men will be DMing her and this or that. She's not, she's not with, you know, because there's always a boundary where it's like, look, yeah, if you don't want to date someone who works as a sex worker, you you can understand that. But this, but this is like, where's the line crossed? Are we crossing it at models? Are we crossing it at people that post photos in bikinis? Is it people that post photos in shorts and not wearing long dresses? Like, and you like, you have to sort of look at the general norm of today's society and then work from there. You know, he probably, if if he's really going to have all these boundaries he needs to like you know look at that when he start when he starts dating her not like when he's you know worried about taking her to a premiere manipulative approach might be for Jonah to express how Sarah's actions make him feel without using ultimatums about what she should or should not do. Side note, I bet he loved how hot Sarah looked in her posts before they got together. So this is a bunch of bullshit. Anyway, Jonah needs to consider Sarah's needs and feelings and not just focus on his own, which it seems like he's selfishly doing. One last thing, Jonah Hill made a lovely documentary about therapy, and it's a shame to see him weaponizing what he learned to attempt to manipulate his girlfriend.
that sucks. Yeah, I watched that document. I watched that documentary. I thought it was so good. I got high one night and just like watched it. And I was like, oh my gosh, everything they're saying is so amazing here. And I still believe that. But like they said, it was kind of weaponized in this in this circumstance. Not everybody believes it was weaponized. Candace Owens will always find a culture issue or make a culture issue out of something. So she says, women say there are no good men. The truth is there are plenty of good men, but many women don't want to rise to the level of being good women. Basic respect for yourself and your partner isn't a tall ask. Again, there's nothing wrong with Jonah Hill's leaked text messages. And then she said, there's literally... And so, I mean, that's that's an opinion that some people have online. That's an opinion for sure. I don't know what to say about that other than here's Sarah H. Brady. So yeah, these were the type of issues that... Um, there she is surfing, a very beautiful video. She's hang tenning, she, hang, hanging 10 or whatever. She's, she's like, um, you know, I mean, real incredible stuff happening here. And as someone who loves and respects her for who she is would look at her surfing photos and love that she's got a passion. So often in relationships, she's like, oh, I wish my partner had a passion. They don't have a passion. She's got a passion. So this was one of the photos he wanted taken down. Candace Owens, are we really, are we really arguing that Jonah Hill's asks were normal? I mean, come on. She said, reviving a picture I took down by request of a narcissistic misogynist. So she wasn't, uh, at first, she, when she she wasn't, uh, you know, ex exposing Jonah by name, but then once people stopped, weren't believing her or whatever, she's like, all right, whatever, we're going to just call it out. But we're talking about this photo. Are we talking about her cleavage? Is that the issue here? It's a beautiful photo. All right, so if you want to watch that video and see the photos that we were talking about, it's just on YouTube. You can go check that out. You know, it's not always easy to make YouTube content that can also be digested for the audio audience, which is why I've switched to heavily curating the content I make for the podcast to be specifically podcast driven. Like I can't get to every story on YouTube, uh, but I can share them here. So I'm trying my best. I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you do enjoy what we're doing over here, the way to help us keep growing is to hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, depending on what app you use. If you're on an iPhone, please give us a nice five-star review on your Apple podcast. We really like that. And not just for the ego, it just helps out with the algorithm. You know, if you were to search Caitlin Bristow's off the Vine podcast, we show up. If you search Game of Roses, we show up. If you search Love to, you know, whatever, we show up. And that's because of you guys being so committed. It'll help us keep growing and keep, um, you know, making, uh, you know, what I hope to be good quality content for you all. All right, folks, I'll be live this evening or afternoon, depending on where you're listening, 8 p.m. East Coast, 5 p.m. Pacific, one hour before tonight's uh, Bachelorette week three. We will be live on YouTube. Go check that out. And there will be a, a breaking news story today that we'll have on Katie Thurston. We are expecting to receive confirmation from her that she's on F-Boy Island. We'll have to see when that drops. So stick around for that. I've been Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.